Hello and welcome to my podcast. It's your 10-minute consultation to retrain your brain for success. I'm Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang, and in each session, I'm going to look at a different interpersonal problem, give you the psychological explanations for why it occurs, the common reactions, and suggest some behavioral solutions you can try. I'm never seeking to change your practice. You've got here just fine without me, but simply broaden your options. The more choices we have in a situation, the more effective we're likely to be. Today, I'd like to talk about loneliness. Loneliness is not to be confused with isolation. Isolation is something we've all become a little bit too familiar with when it comes to the global pandemic of 2020. But the difference is isolation is when you can objectively count the number of contacts that you have. But loneliness is simply a feeling of sadness because you don't have your friends or family or companionship. You would not be isolated if you were in a crowded room. But in a crowded room, you can certainly feel lonely. There are two types of loneliness that we tend to experience. Emotional loneliness, which is the companionship of specific people or a specific person, and social loneliness, which is not having a wider network of friends. The latter is a byproduct of the world we live in. We are in a fast-paced world where project-based workloads mean we're moving constantly or perhaps a lot of travelling and friendships are less rooted. And not only that, but social media and other forms of technology, whilst really helpful during lockdown, they can simulate company. But it doesn't give us the fundamental connection that many of us desire. So what can we do about it and why do we need to address it? Well, Research in this area is not particularly positive because reported feelings of loneliness, research has shown, increase the likelihood of mortality by 26%. And loneliness or feelings associated are also linked with other physical illnesses such as heart attacks and strokes. Loneliness can contribute to a decline in mental health. It can link to, to dementia as well as depression. And loneliness also has been linked with suicides, especially in the older age group. It's also very important to address feelings of loneliness in a healthy manner, rather than engaging in other strategies to try and get our needs met, such as sexually promiscuous behaviour or even oversharing, which people may be guilty of on social media, which in itself isn't necessarily a problem oversharing with good friends. But unless you're careful in choosing your friendships, some people who don't have your best interests at heart may suddenly all know your secrets. Also, entering a relationship just for the sake of being in one will likely cause you problems later on down the line. But not only that, they will affect the other person too. So what can we do about it? Well, there is a sense of shame admitting I'm lonely. I really do understand that. And sometimes it just creeps up on you. It might even be that if you've had a sudden change of circumstance, even for a positive reason, career success, meaning maybe you move house or a new relationship or a new baby, can also link to feelings of loneliness because the friendship network that you previously had may be different because they might be in a different stage of life. They might even be in a completely different country. And after the initial excitement has worn off, those quiet times seem very quiet indeed. So... If it is a feeling that you have, do admit it, at least to yourself, because once we admit it, we can start focusing on how to manage it. 
So once you've admitted it, you've acknowledged that you're feeling lonely, that's okay. That's good. That's good. It's a start because you can now try and work out what it is you're missing. Is it actually a regular group of people to associate with? Is it engagement in a hobby? Is it people dropping in all the time? Is it hugging people? Is it people who share your sense of humor or maybe your approach to life? And then you could take those steps to rebuild that network, but one brick at a time. Just as an example, when I went self-employed, I worked from home, so that was great. And after the novelty wore off, I did start thinking, well, actually, I am missing people. I'm missing chatting to people. I'm missing being able to just say hi, uh, just to get a break in the work. Yes, I was able to go to the shops when I wanted to or when I needed to. I could manage my own schedule, but it wasn't quite the same for me. When everyone went into lockdown, it was suddenly quite special because suddenly I had a virtual water cooler around me. So in a way, I probably coped better than a lot of people because for me, my world suddenly expanded. But if you are feeling lonely, consider the following things. Maybe join a class or club, something you've always wanted to try, something you've always enjoyed, perhaps, because there you will meet like minded people and you might be able to connect on different topics of conversation. And there are virtual and online classes right now. You could volunteer somewhere. This might also give you a feeling of fulfillment because you're giving a bit of time, giving a bit of support back to your community. You could talk to people, talk to a professional, perhaps a coach maybe someone on an internet forum, but be aware of asking people on the internet. Um, also remember when it comes to feelings of loneliness that your physical health can affect your mental health. So eat, sleep and exercise because getting that blood pumping will clear your mind and overindulgence not only results in feelings of guilt, but it can add to excess weight and then that would be another issue to your feelings of loneliness. And it also makes us feel very sluggish. Similarly, under-eating and a lack of sleep can also result in a lack of ability to focus, feelings of anxiety, and even that doesn't help you when you're forming positive connections. So get out a bit, dressing suitably for the weather. That will help you get a bit more vitamin D, which can increase feelings of happiness. And fresh air is brilliantly good for us. Another thing you can do is make your living environment as positive as possible. Photos of people you love or Creature comforts, maybe some nice furry throws or blankets. That can help you feel good when you're spending time alone. Accept invitations, even if you're unsure you'll enjoy the event, because at least you'll know for next time and you can say no. But you might meet other people who think the same as you whilst you're there. And certainly, and this is a nice special one, make advance plans. Because if you're missing someone specific, make plans to see them and you'll have something to look forward to. But I would like to give you two things to remember too. If you are trying to help someone who you believe is lonely, ask them first, because some people enjoy solitude and they don't feel lonely at all. In fact, they may be coming round to your house to make you feel better and it might actually be something that exhausts them. So find a different way of connecting with them. So always ask. And if you are lonely, it is really important to note that if you are looking for that deeper friendship connection, it does take time to develop that relationship. So don't place too high an expectation on others at the start. And certainly don't try to manipulate the situation into happening. People can only ever love us in their own way.
And that comes to the end of our session. For longer practical exercises for personal and professional effectiveness, do subscribe to my weekly webinar show, Energy Top Up, presented alongside award-winning parent and family coach, Sharon Lawton, which is on my YouTube channel, The Wellness League.